Hey, Nick. Hey, Jeff. What's going on? I'm getting ready to light up a Bishop. I just had a Gator. That's awesome. Aren't they great cigars? You know, they really, really are. You can pick up your own Bishop and Gator over at MartinezCigars.com. MartinezCigars.com? MartinezCigars.com has the Bishop and Gator in a variety of size packages. (laughs) Packages. You would like that, wouldn't you? (laughs) Anyway, head on over to MartinezCigars.com for the Bishop and Gator. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, Jermaine Gator. And today, we are going to be taking a deep dive into the Cigar Journal Top 25 for 2020. 2020 or 2021? 2020. They're reviewing the Top 20 that came out in 2020. But it just came out. Yes. In 2021? No, it came out in 2020. Oh, at the end of? Yes. Ah, but like, are we going to go through this for Cigar Aficionado too? Because like, probably yes. I mean, because there's technically is coming out in 2021, but they're reviewing cigars that came out in 22020. Mm, so it would be like the Oscars. Only movies that came out last Precisely. year are eligible. Well, it's kind of like you and I talking about our top five of 2020 in our January 1st, 2021 episode. Okay, but we called it the top five five of 2020, which is kind of see we were accurate. Well, but see if you go to um. There, look, it says literally top 25 of 2020. Oh, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Well, that makes perfect sense. They're covered. Yeah, I get it. Okay. 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 I'm with you. Well, anyway, so um, <laughs> to uh, to commemorate that, we're going to be smoking their number one cigar. We are. We're going to be smoking the Placencia Alma Fuerte. Now, all right. This is where we got to. This is where this size is where, matters. This is where size matters. So, technically, the Cigar Journal... Top cigar of 2020 was the Placencia Almafuerte Robustus. Which would be a Robusto to the rest of precisely. us. Precisely. Yeah. However, we do not have that one. Um, I was able to not, well, I wasn't able to procure that specific size, but I was able to procure the uh, Placencia Almafuerte 6-2 hexagon. Not going to lie, I'm kind of jazzed about the hexagon. Which is a 6x60 Toro. This cigar is a Nicaraguan Puro, Maduro. I'm excited. But yes. yes. But no, this cigar specifically, it's kind of a weird it's so- a hexagon. soft box press yeah. that makes a hexagon shape. This is a very six, cool. This is a six sided cigar. Let me get mine out of the cellophane of so I can course. examine it. I mean, I was prepared. Just putting that out there. But I was prepared. Got it. Okay. Well, I'm glad they didn't take. That. I'll tell you what. That hexagon Absolutely was forever. really in there. Was it? Was it really in there? Yeah. Really. Really. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? How about we go ahead and cut these cigars now? The official cutting, darn right, cut is brought to us by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Our man Dan, are you cutting now? I'm, I'm literally it watching up. you. I'm literally watching you with Bjorn's cutter, by the way. I have eyes on the cutter, Bjorn. Eyes are on the cutter. Um, this is the new cutter. This is the cutter I put in the uh, travel ready. humidor. Oh, you're, oh, that's right. He is using the travel humidor I am. that I got him. Yep. That's so nice. I've stocked it. Put my lighter in it. We'll get to humidors in a minute. My we, JC Newman. You and I have had a big weekend for humidors. Yeah, we have. And we'll get to that in a minute. Yes. Um, but first, we have to talk about Dan's humidor. Dan the man. Dan the man at Riverman. He's just, he's got everything. 
I mean, he's got everything. Yeah, you he's can need. he's loaded up. Four dollars to a hundred dollars. You go over there, you get that 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 uh, anything from his collection of budget uh, quality budget bundle cigars all the way up to that hundred dollars Sakiyantar. The the beauty of Dan's shop is he's like you said he's got everything in between. He does he's got the Casada nineteen seventy four? He does. He's got cigars. Although from I did Martinez. just buy a box of those from him for you for Christmas. I know. Thank you. So I don't know if uh, How's your I don't hat? know what his supply. Oh, my hat's my hat. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> by the way, did you ever send Ella's hat back? Now that the police have given it up from the uh, impound. I'm going to take that as a no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not yet. The police gave that back to you literally like two months ago. I've, I've got it. It's safe. Okay. It's in a box. I, the last thing I want is a goddamn chicken getting that hat back. It's prepped and ready to mail. Okay. It's just, uh, you, you can't know. trust that cock. No, no. Okay. No. Anyway. Anyway. You should send him the hat I gave you for Christmas, too, as a bonus. Oh, because you're so, obviously not going to wear it. So wait a minute. So so I get a hat for Christmas, and now I'm supposed to give it away to Al. I'm saying you could regift it if you want to. I'm not going to get butt hurt. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, you're not so you're aware of the hat I gave so you. So you got a really nice both know it. box of cigars from Riverman Cigar Company. Yeah, they were really nice. <laughs> I've been enjoying them. Yeah, the Casada 1974s. Plus, they got the full line of Martinez cigars. They've also got the Project 40 by Alec Bradley. They do. You can walk in that humidor. He's got more crown heads than probably anybody in St. Yeah. Louis. Yeah. Camachos. I mean, he's got a hell of a selection yes, of cigars. hell of a selection. And, and Aladinos. Oh, I that know. That needs to be emphasized. Dan is like the St. Louis headquarters for Aladino cigars. That Aladino Cameroon, my number one cigar in no particular order. No particular order. For the past year, outside of the Bishop and Gator, of course. Well, of course. But yeah, if if you haven't tried that, guys, you've got to get in there and get one. But anyway, so guys, swing by Riverman Cigar Company. Check out Dan the Man's selection over there. And if you're He's not in got town. something you're going to like. I guarantee it. And if you're not in town and you don't have your own brick and mortar, let him be your brick and mortar. He'll mail order he right to you. mail order. All you got to do is call him up and place an order, and he will get that box shipped to you right away. So that's Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. So with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. There we go. Oh, my gosh. I'm not going to lie to you, folks. You're going to hear the final results of that. There was a lot of editing that went into there that. There was a lot of editing. I we mean, jacked that just, all the hell. Just so much brain farting going on and, you know, just just every little distraction that we could possibly this have. This guy's almost a flathead. Place. Do you notice that? It is kind of a flatter cap, yes. It reminds me of the Neanderthal with that flat top. A little bit. Yep. A little bit, maybe. A little bit. Ooh. Yeah, you doing the cold draw mm-hmm. while I'm doing my cut here? I did a double V cut. I did the little crown cut thing going on there. Because as it is a 6 by 60 I was a little concerned it's about, gotta be, about draw flow it's there. It's got to be the uh, dry weather. Mm-hmm. But I've been coughing a lot on the cold draws. Like it, I just, it, I the, just now it just had the, like, sucks the moisture right out of my throat I for some reason. I didn't cough just now, but I did have the like little... <laughs> Never mind. I did yep. just cough. I was going to say I had a little tingle in the throat that made me think that. Did you get? I to, but I, th- I think you're right. Ginormous flavor of fig Newton when you did that cold draw. Fig Newton. Yeah, figs. Um, hang on. Yes, you're dead on. Yeah, hundred percent dead on. Yeah, it's the sweetness of the figgy kind of thing. Yep. It's got a little, you know, y- yeah. 
little bready, little bready. Yeah. No, you're right. That fig Newton. Dead on. This is fig Newton. On that, the I mean, draw. that jumped out at me. You're right. You're right. I will. I will. I will. One hundred percent give you that. I'm going to do the uh, cold retro just for fun. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and light my cigar while you uh, while you do that. I'm telling you, that cold draw just sucks all the like Dude, moisture out of my throat. I, it's dry, and I mean, you know, we're sitting here at Top Shooters on the uh, on the patio here. They've got four of these big propane heaters going and everything. Those make the air really, really dry mm-hmm. as well. I mean, it's just this time of year. It's just kind of a bad time of year for. Do the cold retro. I know you don't, but taste that. Must I? You got to smell this. It is just phenomenal. Just phenomenal. It's very pronounced. Mary Fig Newton. Yeah. Boy, very you pronounced. I'll, I'll give you that. Normally, you're full of shit. Not, but in this not case, always. But in this case, you nailed it. Fig Newton. I'm there for you. This is Fig Newton. I'll give you that. Let's light them up. Lighten my cigar. Oop. You know what I almost forgot to do? What did you almost forget to do? Take foot, off the foot footband. Footband. Yep. Yeah, I did that. Almost set the footband I on did fire. that right away. For that exact reason. That I did not want to do that. I'll tell you. The TVs are on behind you. <clears throat> here at Top Shooters. And... You called something earlier this year. I don't know if you've even talked about it on the podcast. What's that? But you said it out loud to me on more than one occasion. Just wait till you see the amount of game shows that come out this year. Uh-huh. You know, we got the masked dancer that just came out, which, by the way, janky as hell. They can't dance in those masks. It's just ridiculous. The masked singer is kind of cute, and my daughter loves it, so I like watching it with her. You know, it's something we can actually do where we're not screaming at each other all the time. Dude. Game shows are <clears throat> are cheap to make, and they can bang out like three episodes in a day. Name that tune is coming back, dude. I just saw that behind you. I think ABC is going to start airing like prime time episodes of Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Wheel of Fortune was always that show that came on like after the news, but before the prime time stuff started. You know, and now, and now you're going to have literally like seven o'clock, you know, prime time Wheel of Fortune. TBS is starting some BS thing called the Big Go Show or the Show Big Go or whatever it is. I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be nothing but game shows this year because, again, they can crank them out. You know, you can maintain a little social distance. And it's and cheap. cheap. It's cheap. You have the prizes and you have the game show host. And that's and, you, and you're set, you know. But that's it. I mean, yeah. when you actually think about the cost of a game show, oh, my God, it's nothing. Well, yeah, because they might give away some money, or they might not. Or they might not. I and mean, they're not paying any of those people to appear on the show. All those people are voluntarily coming on well, yeah. and doing that. Now, I'll tell you, one of the shows that I liked, which came back for a brief period of time on, I think, CNBC, is uh, uh, Deal or No Deal. One of my favorite okay. shows. Yeah. But, again, you do have the cost there of the models. And I think there's a little bit of that whole, like, oh, should we be objectifying women or whatever? Like, come on. Everybody watched it for the models. Well, I maybe mean, maybe two or three people for Howie, but mainly the models. I watched it to see people win money. <sighs> I watched it for the models. <laughs> I, had I had the r- biggest I had a crush. really good run on the Deal or No Deal game out in Las Vegas in the casinos one time. Did you? Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, like, I had a good run on that, and I... I walked away with a couple hundred bucks. I did all right in that. When I was younger. It wasn't bad. I had the biggest crush on number 25 on Deal or No Deal. Number 25, huh? Haley Norman. 
Okay. She's done some bit parts in a few movies here and there, but she is absolutely beautiful. Okay. So, yep. Well, Haley, there you if, you're, go. if you're a listener, please contact us. We'd love to have you on. So, Jeff, you and I have just lit up our Placencia Alma Fuerte. What are you getting on the, uh, on the cigar there? This is a good, smooth smoke. Mm-hmm. This is a good cigar, dude. This is a quality stick. I I got these, and um, I, I've i had this before. Let me back up. I have not. I've had this before. This little guy's a little more, a little more pricey than I normally go yeah, for. Yeah, this is about a $22 cigar. And yeah. <clears throat> that's I, really you know, on my high end. But, but, you know, I've had this one before. I really like it. And so I had one of these, and... When I was trying to think of what we could talk about today on the show, I figured, you know, I already have one of these, so I'll go ahead and get another one. So I swung by the hill. Okay. Because the hill, you Carries know, placentia. they carried the placentia. And so um, I saw Jessica, and Jessica told me that this cigar is actually the cigar that she smoked both on Christmas Day and New Year's Day. So if that tells you anything, it's like yeah. this is her like holiday. If she thing. essentially can pick any cigar she wants to, and this is what yeah. she's smoking on Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. So I think that that that's an endorsement. Well, I don't think Cigar Journal's too far off here. This is a good stick. This is a really good cigar. Now again, they did for their uh, listing, they did select the Robusto as their number one cigar. Okay. We're not doing that size, but it's the same. The same blend, same essentially. Blend, yeah. essentially. It's just you know whatever, but. But it's a nice creamy cigar, it, it, creamy in that it's it's a very smooth. I let me back up. It's a nice smooth cigar. You know the the it doesn't it doesn't like assault you. It's a, it's a medium bodied cigar, but I mean it's it's not just bowling you over or anything like that. Um, well, it, I don't even know if I'd go medium body on this. This is, but it is a good, like just smooth, enjoyable cigar. Trust me, if somebody smoked it before, this is going to get more than one. Okay, well, right. maybe, but right, right now, now are, man. I would say early on, it's it's building. but um, Fair enough. But what are you getting on it? Let me see if I can pick out some flavor notes. I was so dead on on the uh, cold draw, I don't want to let everybody <laughs> I down. I Oh, was that oh, a God. retro? <laughs> no, that was... Oh, you actually inhaled. Like, why, why did you do it, that? It's an accident. <laughs> oh, this may be our last show, guys, because oh, I don't know if he's going to make it. Oh, oh! <sighs> Let me do a uh, pro tip, help. guys. Don't inhale the cigar. <laughs> oh my god! Um, god, it's so smooth on the retro hail oh, too. Oh god! All right. I don't know if you are you even up to doing. I'm going to do a retro hail. I'm going to do a retro. I'm not going to lie, dude. That's gutsy. Gutsy move. Very smooth on the retro hail. Yeah. Light, light pepper. Yeah, I'm getting that. It's peppery. Um, and maybe like kind of coffee-ish. Maybe. Well, I'm not you getting think? that. Are not you? Not getting coffee? I'm not, but. Okay. Then again, I did eat a big bowl of tater tots with hot you sauce. You did eat a big bowl of tater tots with hot sauce. I did. Right before this. So, you know, hey, good for you. So, like I was saying, we're smoking the 6.2 Hexagon, not the Robusto, but, you know, it is what it is. Now, you want to go through some of the rest of the cigars on well, this absolutely. list? Well, absolutely. All right. So, coming in at number two 
is the Perdomo Estate Selecion Vintage Imperio Sungrown. Okay. And that's their, uh, for, you know, a lot of people notice their Perdomo ESV line. And I've had, I think, one of the Perdomo ESV cigars. I haven't found anywhere around here that carries them. Hmm. Um, I but I, I, did them order, I did order one, um, just a single, in an order that I did from two guys um, a little while back. And I think I got the Connecticut. I don't think I did the Sun Grown. And I kind of wish I would have, because based on what they're saying here, it sounds like it was pretty good. Um, talking about how it had uh, sweetness of vanilla, hint of bourbon, fine spices like nutmeg, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, it, it, it it's a it's a good-sounding cigar. So, there you go. Perdomo with number two. You get any caramel on this, by the way? I don't know. Like a sweetness? Yeah, I'm getting a little caramely. Maybe that's what you're picking up as coffee. I'm picking up as caramel. Ah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I d- I anyway, don't know. moving along. Anyway, so number three is the Davidoff Limited Edition Special 553 Perfecto. I have not had that. Um, I have not had that either. But it is a uh, Dominican Piro, and it's the little Perfecto, so it's got the little tip on the end. Oh, yeah. I like those. And everything, so... Um, coming in at number four is the AJ Fernandez Bellas Artes Maduro Lancero Special Edition. I believe I've had that. We've had yeah. a Bellas Artes before. I don't think we've had the Lancero. No, I think I've had it off air. Oh. I think I well, got no, it. No, I don't think we've ever smoked it on air. Okay. I was going to say, I think I've had it. But actually. The, the Lancero, though? Boy, no, no, no. You know what? You're right. I say, I've not I'm had like, the Lancero. I don't think we've had the Lancero, but yeah. But I've smoked that cigar. Okay. Um, I don't know if I have. Unless it only comes in Lancero and then I'm full of shit. No, I don't know. But I don't think I have. I'm not, that one's not ringing a bell. See, and, and part of the reason I wanted to go through this list is not so much necessarily because, um, you know, I want to highlight, you know, somebody else's list and blah, 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 fill up time and everything like that. It's, it's, I like these lists because they point out other cigars that I should go and try. Oh, exactly. You know? And it's and it's kind of a nice little checklist of hey I've had that hey I haven't had that you know and that kind of thing now some of these are going to be difficult to uh, to get a hold of um, like if you jump down to oh if you jump down to number seven here that is the uh, El Rey del Mundo Le Reina er twenty eighteen and that is a Cuban puro. So I mean, no, we're not gonna. Yeah. Their number seven cigar is a Cuban Cuban uh, Lancero, basically. So I mean, realistically, we're not gonna get that. But here, let anyway, me so back to number four. Well, number four was that AJ Fernandez. So okay. number five is the Daniel Marshall by Carlos Fuente. You know where I think I got that AJ? By the way, where I I think I got that down at uh, Cape Girardeau. Oh, okay. At the store down there when I went there, I'm almost positive I got that cigar there. Okay. I could be dead wrong, but I'm, for some reason, I'm thinking I bought that there. So number five is the uh, Daniel Marshall by Carlos Fuente. And I don't know if I'm supposed to read the Roman numeral or if I'm just supposed to say the number, but it's the it's the 38. Okay. So, you know. I've not had it. Whatever. I can't say as I've had it either. Um, 
Number six is the La Aurora 107 Anniversary Nicaragua Robusto. I like La Aurora cigars. Yeah. But I haven't had that one. Yeah, I think Dan has talked about bringing La Aurora into uh, Riverman at some point. Oh, has he? So, because um, he wants to get in that, um, the Carl Malone cigar. Mm. And you get, and that's La Aurora. I've heard good things about that one. That's a good stick. Yeah. Um, number seven was that Cuban cigar that I told you about. Number eight is the Tatuaje uh, ME2 Churchill. I don't think I've had that. I've had Tatuaje. I've had but... the, <laughs> a lot of people call it the Me Too. Yeah. Um, but um, I've had that cigar. I just haven't had the Churchill size. And um, it's good. It's it's uh, got some real spicy, yeah, you know, flavor to it and everything. And um, they point out a mocha aftertaste. I don't know if I, I'll be honest. I think I've smoked it like twice, so I can't say as I can recall off the top of my head if I had a mocha aftertaste or not. But okay. it was uh, it was good. Then number nine is the Rocky Patel. Um, okay. This is the Rocky Patel Cigar Smoking World Championship cigar. The uh, oh, is that the one they have the, to smoke for hours? Yes, and, yeah. exactly. And you and I actually have two of those. They're just chilling in my humidor and waiting for us to oh, okay. uh, to do it. I thought it would be kind of fun to actually try and do the World Smoking Championship to where, like, basically, like each of us are given like two matches, which oh, means God. That, I'll jack that all. Well, I was saying neither one of us are lighting that cigar. <laughs> So, you, you know what I've got chilling in my humidor for us to smoke? You mentioned Davidoff earlier. And a bunch of 19, uh, you know, 76. Got a bunch of 1974s, yeah. A bunch of Casada. No, um, I've actually, I bought us Just each. kind of being subtle there. Anyway. Nice. Anyway. Enjoy your hat. Yeah, I will. So I, I got us each um, I a Davidoff present was on order, down at Short okay. Things Cigars. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been trying to get the short string guys to come. Yeah, on the they show. won't. They won't. Re- they won't like reach back out. Like hmm. you would think they'd want some free publicity. I mean, hell, we get a lot of downloads. Huh? But uh, yeah, they will not. So if anybody is a frequent shopper of Sure Thing cigars, tell um, them that, down on Thirty A yeah, in tell Florida, we'd like to smoke their cigar with them at some point. Yeah, we'd like to talk to them, and yeah. they've up to now just completely ignored me reaching out. So well, I don't go. know why. Well, anyway, so then number 10, we not like ha- they're Bob Saget, for the love of God. I mean, I get why he's ignoring us. Well, I'm surprised he hasn't got a restraint. I would say you threatened his life, yeah. for God's sakes. But. I did not. I just didn't want him to have any regrets on his deathbed. Um, so number 10 is the <laughs> Juan Lopez uh, Edicion Regionalis 2018 uh, Francia Punto 55. Okay. I ought to make you read these. This would oh, be God. so much Do you more have entertaining. Any idea how much more butchered they'd oh, be? My I mean, God, you it know, would be so much more entertaining because here I am butchering these, and uh, I think it would be so much more entertaining. But again, their number ten stick, Cuban Puro. Yeah. So, like, you know, at least two. Now, granted, Cigar Journal, I believe, um, you know, it's a U.S. publication and everything, but I think it's also pretty big over in uh, like Germany. Okay. Like they they make uh, and they can get Cubans there. So yeah, exactly. So it's one of those things they're serving the world with this list. You know, very politically correct of you to say. Um, like that. Number eleven is the Diaz de Gloria by AJ Fernandez, the Gordo size. I've had that. I like that cigar. Yeah, that's it, a good stick. It's another one that um, kind of punches you in the gut. I mean, it's I got actually some, wondered how many of these I would have spice. had, but there's one. So there's at least one. 
Um, number 12 is the Casa Torrent Origin Series, San Andreas Robusto. No clue. Can't say as I've ever yep. had that either. Um, number 13, the Vegafina and Great Wall Fusion Edition. Okay, Can't then. Can't say as nope. I've had that either. Boy, you and I, we're either exposing the fact that like these guys have really, really good access to cigars that we don't, or we're exposing the fact that you and I are just like cheap couple of bumble fucks in the middle of the country that I don't think know. we've ever tried to hide that. That's true. That's yeah. True. I think we've embraced that actually. We have. That's true. Okay, number fourteen is the Viva La Vida Robusto. I've had the Viva La Vida mm-hmm. before. So Yep, same here. You know, I mean probably not the Robusto, but I've had the Viva La Vida. Good cigar. Um another AJ Fernandez blend. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got that going on. They're um, little you know, they they punch in the gut, you know, but I I've enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an A.J. Fernandez blend, but I do want to point out, everybody thinks as an A.J. Fernandez, like, cigar, and it's actually put out by Artisano del Tobacco. Oh, okay. I was unaware. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's, they just contracted out. But if A.J.'s They contracted out with A.J. to blend it. If A.J.'s blending it, it's going to kick you in the teeth at some point. At some point. Yeah. So, number 15 is the uh, Villiger... Cellular Black Forest Robusto? I got nothing. Okay. Um, I Villiger is not a brand that I think... I don't think... We're not exposed I, to here. I would say we're definitely not exposed to here. And, um, you know, I don't know. Such is life. But number 16 is the Carlos Andre Airborne Corona. I have not had that. I mean, yet another one that I'm not familiar with. Number 17, Flor de Copa... You know what? This is really kind of getting embarrassing for me. <laughs> Number 17, the Florida Copan Special Edition Rare Blend. Nope. Haven't had it. I mean, it's, it's, you know. It is a rare blend. It's, it's a rare blend. Uh, number 18, the Balmoral Añejo Exo Nicaragua Rothschild Massivo. Hard I've, no. I've heard of Balmoral. I've heard of it. I've never had it. Um, But I can't say as I've ever had that. So, there you go. Number 19, the Laura Shaven Classic, number 66 edition, 2019. Nope. <laughs> number 20, the Hoya de Nicaragua Cinco uh, Decadas Funda, Fundador. The Hoya what? Hoya de Nicaragua. I've had that. I've, I've had I, those, I, I, I yeah. I say, I've heard of that brand. So yeah. we're... So we're good there. We, I haven't had that cigar. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I wandered off in the middle of this. Yeah, it's I know. Just it's has gone awful long. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. That's what she said. Well, you know, I kind of... In for a penny, in for a pound. I we're going say. through the list. 21, the Undercrown Shady XX or Shady 10, 20? Shady 20? Ah, celebrate the 20th anniversary. Yeah, so the tw- XX. The Undercrown Shady 20. Okay. That's by our friends over at Drew Estate. Yeah, I've had the Undercrown. So, you know, I mean, we got that. I don't think I've had that particular stick, but... Mm-mm. Mm. Have you? No, but number 22 is our friend Oscar Valadares with the Wild Hunter Escuro Toro. Damn straight. There's one I've we had. Have not, no, you haven't. What? It's the, this is the Escuro, so it's a darker one, but it, it is a, it's, it's kind of the... the, the have you uh, had it? No. This one, it's, it's a variation on the Wild Hunter. Okay. I've had the Wild Hunter. I've I had, had the Wild Hunter. I haven't had this one. This one's a darker one. How do you one. know I haven't had it? Just because you know I wouldn't buy a darker cigar. That and I don't know if this has even been around yeah, around so in our area. Yep, you're so, right. I've had the Wild Hunter. Yeah. Not that. Uh, number twenty three is the Southern Draw Jacob's Letter Brimstone. I have had that. 
We didn't we do that on the show? Uh, we've done a Jacob's Ladder. We have yeah. not done the Brimstone. It's you know it's similar, but um, it's an extension that was uh, introduced at the um, PCA or well, IPCPR trade show in 2019. Okay, and um, according to this, it uh, describes the original as a double lajero. Uh, for Brimstone, they used three types of lajero. And they produced 150,000 cigars of this. So it's um, a peppery and spicy little beast, I think. Okay. And then number 24. Here you go, buddy. The Alec Bradley Project 40. One of my favorites. Yeah. I mean, and dude, for the price on that Project 40, it's kind of hard to beat that. Oh, it really is. And it's a good cigar. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Definitely in my wheelhouse. And then number 25 is the Christoph Shade Grown. Robusto. Okay, then. So, yeah, you and I hit some uh, pockets of, well, never had that, never had that, I never think, had that. I think I had maybe five of the cigars on the list, or I, or variants thereof. Yeah. that you've, um, you've probably done a little better than I have, but... Yeah. I gotta branch out more. I mean, part of it is branching out. Part of it, though, is just having access. You and I here in St. Louis, we just don't necessarily have access to all of this and i think you know and it's not that dan and the hill aren't trying you know it's just one of those things we might have had more access had we been able to do our traveling we'd planned on this past uh uh-huh uh-huh yep that would have helped a lot because even when we went to indianapolis i was able to get exposed to those uh 601s well yeah but the 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 espinoza yeah yeah and you know my buddy garrett had talked about those and actually gave us a couple that we did on the show we did on the show yeah yep but that was that was my first uh, time smoking those was over there. And you know that I think the Hill's carrying those now. Oh, are they? I didn't know yeah. that. Okay. So, there you go. I was just there the other day. Espinosa actually is the guy who, uh, that's the company that came out with that Thai tea cigar. We have that waiting in the humidor. We do have that waiting in the humidor. Yes. So, that we're one's, gonna, we're that one's coming up soon. We're going to be reaching out to the fine folks at, uh, at Espinosa Cigars here soon to uh, try and coordinate that all now, up. Are, so are we done with our list now? Have we done our 25? Yeah, we've done our 25. Oh, you mentioned uh, The Hill. Yes. I was there the other day. Yes. Do you know why? Yes. I want a humidor. Yes. Which is really let's go bizarre. Into, let's go into the backstory on that. Okay. So you won a very nice. Very nice humidor. My Father's Cigars humidor. Yeah. The Don Pepin. Pepin? Don Pepin. Don Pepin. And, yeah. and, and why did you win that, Jeff? Okay, so they had a My Father event, and I happen to like the My Father, uh, yeah, it's Florida, one of those things. Uh, whatever. Florida Las Antillas. Yes. But the point is, you, you buy so many My Father cigars, and then that gets you um, a, a, a ticket, raffle into, ticket yes. into the drawing. And yes. so, Jeff, he bought some My Father cigars. I did. I, and I bought some to actually give Nick for Christmas. And then Hence he the went on. You got the hat. He went on a... Why, you got... Yeah, I got the hat to give you. So I bought these cigars. It was a gift pack with the intention of giving them to Nick. And then he told me he didn't like the sticks. And... It's not that I don't know. I mean... That's what you said. I just... No. No, what I said is that I tend to avoid my father because I find... Right after I bought him a $50 gift pack. The band artwork is just not my 
and and so it's got nothing and, to do with the cigars. It's the art. Well, and the other problem with the cigars for me is that the majority of them are box pressed. My father makes a lot of box. I don't think cigars. these. I'm going to bust this pack open. If they're round, I'm going ahead and giving it to you anyway. Okay, fine. Because it's really cool. Because because you didn't it, get me anything, did you? You told me that it was on its way. I have something ordered for you that has not shown up, <laughs> and I'm not sure it's going to. But these cigars also come with a really nice uh, lighter. It's actually like my little J.C. Newman lighter mm-hmm, I have here. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it also has a cutter. So I thought it was a really nice little gift pack. It is actually a really nice and gift pack. And you, then you shat all over my gift I was going to give well, you, so I didn't just, give it to you. Let's just move on. So, so... But this humidor that is That got you sweet. entries into the humidor. Yes. And then you got a call that you won the humidor. I won the humidor. And it's nice, dude. It's probably 150 count plus, maybe. Hey, you know you could give me the humidor. Yes, I can have them. <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, just you need another humidor because I actually thought about it for a hot minute. <laughs> and then I remembered that you bought a humidor the same day. Yeah, the same day. So there was a guy. Um, and I'm going to give a shout out to him, actually. I'm going to pull up his name here real quick like just so that i can give the proper uh, shout out uh kyle mailer super nice guy he put up a post on the st louis cigar community facebook page saying that he had a wine door that he was selling that he had his cigars in but the refrigeration unit portion on it was broken okay held the seal on the door just fine you know for humidity and everything um, and it was a good size case, but the refrigeration unit was broken. He does refrigeration as a, a you know, a, as a trade, but, um, so he offered to like, you know, repair it if, if you wanted. Um, but the long and short of it is he had to keep it in the basement. His basement was cold. He was worried about temperature and everything. So he was just selling it. Okay. So. I see this post go up. I send him a message. And I'm like, how big, blah, 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 you know, that kind of thing. And this is technically designed for wine. Yeah. This is not one of those wine doors that, you know, they're selling as a humidor. This is this is one that actually was designed for wine. Uh, two separate compartments, top and bottom, separated. That way um, you can keep your reds and your whites separate and different temperatures and humidities and all that kind of fun stuff. But the long and short, but for my purposes, it doesn't matter. And so um, this is like a three hundred dollar, you know, device. Yeah, brand new, working properly. I kind of gave him a uh, what I consider kind of a low ball offer. Yeah, and he uh, accepted. And so I drove down to Barnhart, Missouri, and I picked myself up a humidor on Saturday. There you go. And so it's still so in the back of my car because I, I haven't gotten it out of my car yet. I win this one, and for a hot second, I thought, oh, oh, you know what? This would be a great Christmas present for Nick after the fact because we're still in the epiphany. I can still give you a present. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're not late yet. Then it clicks with me. Oh, wait. He literally just bought that humidor today. Well, and, the problem- and I need a humidor, and you don't, so I'm keeping it. Yeah, it's fine. And that's, it's really cool. And thanks again. To the fine folks at My Father's Cigars and to the Hill. Yes. So. It was a really nice surprise. So, yeah, you and I have, we've, we've definitely increased our storage capacity this weekend. They called me and said, hey, Gator, guess what? <laughs> and it was, it was our man Ryan over mm-hmm. there. And he's like, hey, guess what? You just won this. Now, they happened to call me when I was 2.8 miles away. 
So which is super convenient. I was on them like stink on a monkey. I oh. was there quick because I didn't want them to recant and give it to somebody else. <laughs> so I like I, somebody who's actually been by there more than maybe twice in the last I don't know. You know what you nine months. I've been there three times during COVID. I admit that, but I've bought a lot of cigars. You know, three in, in those three visits because I've had to stock up three times. Oh my god! I've also stocked up every over- time I go in there. They're like, we never see Jeff anymore. We God, never see Jeff. Well, they saw me Saturday. Well, yeah, when you're coming in for your free stuff. Did you buy stuff while you were there? Yes, I did. Well, that's good. I bought the the uh, the Thai tees. Yeah, the Thai tees. That's it. I got some others. Okay, not for you. I was gonna say, I'm like, you, you just bought. <laughs> As I go in there today and drop, you know, whatever, what twenty two dollars yeah. for your, yeah, I bought you a Thai tee. Okay. Okay, I saw them. No, I also bought some pinnacles for uh, Kristen to try. Oh, okay. Yeah, some sweet tips. Well, there you go. Some little pink bands. They were they they were good looking. They they had a really nice like shade grown Connecticut wrapper. They looked really nice. So I thought I'd let her try those out and see if she can, you know, branch out from the leather rose since they're so hard to find and expensive. See, they're, not, they're not overly expensive when you buy the box. No, but like, let's be real. <laughs> oh, this is going to be one of those statements that could be controversial. If you're buying sugar tip cigars. You can kind of get away with going a little lower if you want, you know? Well, but why? Get a good stick. If you're going to buy a cigar, buy a good cigar. I'm just, and I'm not saying a good cigar has to be an expensive cigar. Because yeah. obviously, I, I like the Project 40. Um, I like the, uh, you know, the offering from the fine people of Tatistan. You know, those are good people. It's in our Funnel 4. Uh, well, That's actually, the championship. Tip cigar. No, but I'm saying, I don't mind a... a cheaper cigar yeah you know like that plan b from oscar that's a great stick i don't mind those again the championship you know cigars coming up they are coming up at the end of the month here they are i was actually just messaging with trent today um he's going to be joining us for that episode at the end of the month and i need to get his uh his uh two cigars sent to him which i'm probably going to use another shipping service than the uh post office to guarantee that he actually gets it in time valid for the point. end of the month <clears throat> valid uh, valid point you know that's a that's a whole other concern now just a little shout out there too if you want to smoke those with us you can reach out to uh our folks over at riverman cigar company yep and they can hook you up with the uh championship battle of the budget cigars it's the tatis Yellow series and the oscar plan b habano both really good cigars they are at a really, really nice price exactly so there you go i can't well, very uh, cool can't say enough nice things well, since I've sufficiently bored everybody with the uh, top 25 from Dude, the Dude, I wandered journal. off and was listening to the office ladies during it while, <laughs> while we were recording. You know, I mean, I'll admit, I got halfway and I was like, oh, God, this is bad. Would it help if we spelled the cigars out? I mean, maybe. <laughs> I still think I almost, that was one of the funniest things honest, I've ever I heard. I almost needed to with some of those names. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so yeah, since we've done that and wandered off and then bragged about you know our, our humidor purchases... How about we go ahead and get into some Ask the Boys? Let's do it. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You got to ask me nicely. Ask me about my winner. You got a question. You ask the Epa. Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. Okay, guys, we need your questions, so make sure you call into the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000. And uh, ask us your questions. Ask us what's, what's, what's on your mind. It doesn't have to be about cigars. It could be about 
really just about anything. I want to point out while yeah, we get you started here. You have not asked yet. You no, have got, and this yeah, thing is that's stacking. True. Before we get started. So, so I'm I, stacking quarters on this hexagon here. Probably about a third of the way in, I would say. Yeah. What are you getting on the cigar? It's good. Mm-hmm. It's just a good cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I, I picked up some caramel notes earlier. You said you were getting coffee. Yeah. Now I'll is say it this. Is still there? Eh. I don't know. I'm having troubles because I'm wondering about my palate because I did take a drink of unsweet ice, tea. Of unsweet tea. And it is so freaking sweet to the palate. I think that is that the I cigar think, you're tasting. I, mean, I don't think I'm that's the tea. I'm really starting to wonder if I'm like, drinking out of the same the pitcher. The sweetness out of the cigar is like impacting it is. the There's flavor no, of the tea in, in, in the mouth. There's no sweet in that pitcher. It's really, really yeah. weird. But the sweetness is not a, a very obvious sweetness. It's not one that I'm sitting here going like, oh, this is a sweet cigar. It's it's It must be very subtle in there, but it I didn't pick it up until I even took a drink of the tea. Dude, so. I just did a retro hail, and it is phenomenal. Yeah, dude, that's a super smooth yeah. retro hail. Little, maybe a little bit of pepper, not much. Did you ever pick up that caramel on the smoke? No, not really. Oh, I have, and it's good. Yeah, I'm oh. still like, I think, like you were talking about your tea and it being yeah. off. I think that's what it is. I think the flavor that it's putting into your palate is throwing off the taste of your I'm tea. I'm thinking that might be it. Yeah, yeah. This is a good cigar. Well, there we go. Well, anyway, guys, so like I said, make sure you give us a call, area code 863-874-0000. Oh, that's right. We're doing Ask the Yeah, we are. You and I are so spaced out and random today. You'll have that. Thank you. We're so spaced out and random today. I mean, we are... We're off our game. It's been like an 18-day weekend. This weekend has gone on forever with New Year's. It kind of has. It has. But, um, like, I don't even know what day it is, but... Anyway, Sunday, Sunday, I, Sunday. I know when we record. I know, but anyway, um, to come out on Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. All right. Well, how about we go ahead and get to the first call here, and um, see what uh, we have going on. So I have my name is Dennis Curley, and I have a wooden humidor that has been seasoned like four or five times since Christmas of last year. So Christmas of 2019, and it will not maintain humidity. What do I do? Okay, so let me jump in here. Um, I've had similar issues with my humidor. Not the one I just got, obviously. I've got it seasoning right now, and yeah. I'm moving stuff into it. But the uh, the really nice black leather humidor that Kristen got me, yeah. I had a couple of issues with it um, and had to reseason it once or twice. So... Quick question: Are you using Bovida packs, or are you using the little sponge-like apparatus thing that came with it? Um, I would recommend going to the Bovida packs, and like this time of year, at least here where we are in the St. Louis area, you know, in the Midwest, it gets really dry and really cold. And I would suggest putting a couple, three or four seventy twos in there, depending on how many cigars you've got and how big your humidor is. Um, I'd say probably for every twenty, twenty-five to fifty sticks, I'd put a seventy-two. Uh, Bovita pack in there. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, and that's the other thing is when you're, when you're prepping that humidor and this, and, and you know what? Some people may say this is not correct. I'm going to give you what I do with mine. Um, when I'm seasoning, when I, if, if I want my humidor, maybe somewhere in the like 67 range or something like that. I know where you're going. When it's at like 75, 
then I put cigars into it because those cigars they're going to draw it down. You know, even though they might be stored, whatever, they're going to draw some of that down exactly. And so then when they draw it down, it gets it to the humidity point that you want it to be at. And so that's um, that's my other trick in terms of why you you're put, having to do you do put it, a, a really strong bovita pack in there when you're seasoning because I've heard some people are doing that. I haven't. Oh yeah. And I probably should be. Oh, yeah. What, an 85? No, no, no. Yeah. One of those 84, 85s yep. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I do. And the other thing, look, you know, like with all, you know, good things, a humidor is something you have to maintain maintenance on. Yeah. And so, you know, look, seasoning that cigar, or that humidor four to five times since last Christmas, yeah, that might be... A little much. Maybe it's not sealed. Um, up. Maybe, and that's what yeah. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if you've got some seal problems. You know, I'm wondering because um, here's the thing, guy. I, I like I bought a um, a humidor off of Amazon one time, and gigantic mistake. Just gigantic mistake. I bought this thing, and when it came to me, the uh, homographer was like a digital readout thing on the front of it. Well, when I got it and took it out of the box, that homographer like popped out it was it was basically a cut in the wood on the oh. front of the box and that thing like just sat in it and i mean it was it was just the biggest like so it's like a screen door in a submarine that's for exactly it yeah and so it just it never held humidity well at all and so i ended up never having good luck with that with that humidor and it's just one of those things that with a humidor you don't you want to buy quality, I guess is my point. You want yeah. to make sure you're spending the money on the quality because realistically, that's going to result in uh, less overall maintenance. Um, if you're buying quality, if you're buying, if you're buying cheaper, yeah, yeah. you're probably going to have to put a little bit more effort into it. Yeah, um, I'm not saying that you bought cheaper there, uh, Danny, but but he um, may just he may just have an it issue. Just may be an yeah. issue with the seal. It may be. You know, and it could be your environment. I don't know where you live. Um, it may be a situation where it just gets really, really dry, and you have to work a little harder at it. Like, if you're living down in, like, Arizona, you know, yeah, your environment's dry. You're going to have to work harder at it Well, and, know, and anyway. But. Here in the St. Louis area, you'd never want a 72 in your humidor during the spring and summer. Mm -mm. But, you know, because it's going to get humid here. But you, you want that in the winter. You've got to bump that up. Yeah, you need to adjust. Yeah. So now again, I would go. There are other products out on the market. We don't get any endorsements from anybody, yep. but we have tried other products. I I'm a fan of the Bovida packs. Bovida does the job for me. Yes, and they have that one. You bought that one really nice one that's actually connected to Bluetooth. The Butler. Yes, it's the Hermographer that connects to the. Yeah, and I would recommend. I do thing. not have one of those, but from hearing Nick talk about it's it, it's got like a little app, and you can track yeah. the humidity and the temperature of your humidors and everything. That may be really good for you with this if you're having issues and you're needing to and bump it's it cheap. up. It's only like yeah. twenty bucks. I mean, it, it's not like it's an expensive product. Or it's not anything. something you have to pop it open to get a reading or anything. It's going to tell you. Yeah. The it, other thing you've got to watch out too. Those what are they called? The humi humidigraph. What are they? What is that called? Hermographer or the humidifier? Yeah, the humid not the humidifier. Uh, hermographer. The homographer. The little the little yeah. gauge. The gauge that tells you those aren't all synced up. Yeah, no, that's the yes, that's true. You have to um, you have to make sure that that's working properly, and 
you know, because that could be off. For all you know, you may have proper humidification in there. It's just but reading your gauge wrong. is reading yeah. wrong, and so you think it's wrong. So, yeah, I mean, that's something to keep in mind, yes. Yeah, those little things will mess you up. Yeah. All right, well, next question here. Next up. Hey, guys, this is Teddy. Uh, Teddy. Teddy Gorilla. Hey, Love I you, got Teddy. a question. So recently I posted a made a post on IG about uh, one of, about movies that make you cry. And one of those movies that I uh, talked about was The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. So on that note, thinking about the movie, if y'all, if y'all have seen it, good. If you haven't seen it, then I suggest you watch it. But if you had a choice between aging in regular form, like from young to old, or would you rather age in reverse like Benjamin like Benjamin Button did in the movie. Now, when you answer this question, think about some of the things, the pros and cons and everything like that, but that is my question for the boys. Uh, y'all, make sure you stay blessed, stay smoky. Oh, and have a happy new year, guys. Bye. Happy new year. Happy new year, Teddy. Well, you know, here's Either the way, I'm getting my diaper changed. And that's exactly what I was about to say, is ultimately it's the circle of life. When you're a baby, you're you're in a you're crying all the time you're wearing a diaper and you're relying on other people to feed you and everything else well theoretically when you're old at like really old you're crying all the time not because you're actually crying but because you're crabby you know oh, whippersnappers on my yard again you know Matlock. where's Matt Matlock? you know um you shout out, shout out to the Simpsons yeah, there. There you go. And, uh, you know, you're wearing your Depends and you're relying on the nurse to come in and give you your pudding with your pills in it. So, realistically, there's not a lot of difference between being really young and being really old. Um, you know, you got to watch the bread pudding, by the way. I want to point this out. Because I know at some point they're going to feed me bread pudding and it's going to have raisins in it. And I'm going to think I'm passing polyps. What the hell? Anyway, um... Now, here's the part about Benjamin Button. Guys, his face. Here's the part about Benjamin Button that I think Teddy, maybe, he didn't directly say, but it is really sad when you, like, look at it. I don't remember crying during Benjamin Button. Dude, when Benjamin Button dies, he's just a little baby. Brad Pitt got his. He's a baby. Okay. So think but about he lived that. a life. But he looks like at a one point, dead if I remember, baby. he's on a ship. But dude, he's a he dead. He got to be on a ship. But he's a dead baby. He got to be on a ship. But he's a dead baby. I'm right about that, right? He was on a ship, wasn't he? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't but seen he's it a forever. dead baby. That's sad. You know what movie I cry during? What the other guys? What? Yeah, it always makes me sad when I think about the tuna. You know, fighting with the uh, lions. You and that stupid movie. I'm trying to remember. I'm actually sitting here right now trying to think of a movie. You need that to insert actually, that clip right here, by the way. I'm not going to. Anyway. If I were a lion and you were a tuna, I would swim out in the middle of the ocean and freaking eat you. And then I'd bang your tuna girlfriend. Okay. First off, a lion swimming in the ocean? Lions don't like water. If you would placed it near a river or some sort of fresh water source, that makes sense. But you find yourself in the ocean... 20-foot waves, I'm assuming it's off the coast of South Africa, coming up against a full-grown 800-pound tuna with his 20 or 30 friends, you lose that battle. You lose that battle nine times out of ten. And guess what? You've wandered into our school of tuna, and we now have a taste of lion. We've talked to ourselves. 
We've communicated yeah. and said, you know what? Lion tastes good. Let's go get some more lion. We've developed a system to establish a beachhead and aggressively hunt you and your family. And we will corner your your pride, your children, your How offspring. How are you going to do that? We will construct a series of breathing apparatus with kelp. We will be able to trap certain amounts of oxygen. It's not going to be days at a time, but hour, hour 45, no problem. That will give us enough time to figure out where you live, go back to the sea, get more oxygen, and then stalk you. You just lost your own game. You're outgunned and outmanned. Did that go the way you thought it was going to go? Nope. I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think of a movie that makes me cry. And I know there are some. I've seen you weep like a baby during, like, uh, ridiculousness on MTV. What? Only because I have to listen to Chanel West Coast. Uh, it's her laugh. She, Let's bo- be honest, she bothers laugh. me greatly. You know, and she's a really good light, bad light kind of person. Because, like, one time she'll come on, I'm like, oh, she's really pretty. And she'll come on again, and I'm like, what the hell happened to her? Anyway. Yeah. Um... No, I'm but Rob Deerdick's consistent. He's always good. Looking. How in the hell do we get on subjects like this? You just like out of nowhere just decide I want to talk about ridiculousness. <laughs> I'm going to bring up ridiculousness. <laughs> no, it's like I'm sitting here like legitimately trying to think of a movie that makes me cry, like every time. And I, I mean, you know, it's cliche to be like old yeller because he has to kill the dog. What I about mean, seven? No. What's in the box? Uh, no. 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 There's a head. I know. Okay. Anyway, there's a head in the box. We're all aware. It's going to Paltrow, for the love of God. Well, spoilers, really spoilers, cute. spoilers. If they haven't seen it, it's on them. It's um, been out for a while. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. There are things. Um, I don't know. Like, it's it's stupid, but like, um, like when I'm scrolling. Steel Magnolias, like, is no, that what got when you? when I'm sc- scrolling on like Facebook. Shelby, open your eyes. Open when, your eyes, Shelby. No, Shelby. When, you, when I'm scrolling on Facebook and I see like the like. The animals in trouble and blah blah blah, you know okay. that kind of thing. Okay, you or know the what? like, or the like homeless animal that gets adopted and is like all happy, you know, like, like me, like me playing Sarah McLaughlin. Well, for that's my exactly it. Those ASPCA commercials, those no. ASPCA commercials, get me every time. I've you know? seen some janky stuff on Instagram. I actually watched a dog get eaten by an alligator, and that like disturbed oh, God. me. Yes, and I'm like, why would anyone put that on here? I'll say I wouldn't want to watch that. Yeah. Um. It was these two little two pit bulls, and one of them got eaten. It was it was like horribly depressing. You know the other one that um, the other thing that gets me, and and um, part of me is kind of like, uh, you know, because I know that some of them are like, it, it's kind of like some of them that have gotten to be very cliche, but like the military reunion videos. Well, yeah, where I mean, it's you're, like you're, you, know, you don't have a heart if those don't touch you. Yeah, but, like, I just know that some of them are, like, really, really, like, set up and, like, played up, you know, and everything. So what? I know. They've been deployed for nine months about, or a year. I mean, well, but, theirs, you know? Yeah. So it, it's it's the kids. Well, yeah. It's the kids. Yeah. So. They get to see mom or dad. It's exactly. great. Oh. I'm trying to remember How are you doing gr- fried green tomatoes? I don't know. I don't think I actually watched Tawanda it. and all that. I maybe watched it once a long time ago. It's actually a really good movie. Well, I'm they glad. eat a guy. They barbecue his ass. All right. Well, damn it, Teddy. Look what you did. <laughs> um, no. So here's the thing. There's a train wreck. To answer his question, I want to well, age. Somebody gets hit by a train. Normally, I want to age normally. They lose an arm. I want to age normally. I don't want to die a baby. I just okay. don't. 
I just don't. There's something weird about that. I don't want to die, baby. Love you, Teddy. Take it easy, Teddy. So, moving on here. When are we going to go down and see him in Memphis? Uh, we got to make that happen. Sometime this year. It ain't that far away. I understand. Sometime this year we'll Teddy, make that Teddy, I've been trying to get him to go, and for some reason Shut he's up. dragging his feet. You're I the one understand. that I can barely get out of the house. It's true. I mean, we're supposed <laughs> to record, and you're just like, I'm tired. What'd you do today? Move from the couch to the deck? Yeah. I mean, like, let's be real. There sadly is some truth to that. You've admitted on the show that you were a straight-up hermit this year. So oh, I, I don't want to hear yeah. anything COVID, about, COVID oh, I've been trying the to get life to go out of places. me this year. I'm the one desperately trying to get you to go places, and you're just like, Teddy, I've been wanting to come see you. I don't Whatever. know what his deal is. Whatever. Next question. Hey, fellas, it's Dan over at Urban Scars. I saw a Dan uh, the man. Up, Dan? request for a question, and uh, I was just wondering, what do you guys think might be, uh, let's just say, uh, five cigars that may become Cigar of the Year with Cigar Aficionado? I understand that those numbers will start being released on January 11th. That's timely. Uh, approximately a month later than what uh, typically they do. Just curious if you want to throw out uh, spitball five cigars you think might end up uh, as being uh, Cigar of the Year. Uh, keep up the good work, guys, and enjoy listening to your show. And stay healthy. Uh, take care, guys. I love Dan. Thanks, Dan. Um, as for his question, I'm not going to lie. I have not gone over the old uh, cigar aficionado reviews. You got to look year. at the 92, 93 I was gonna plus. Say, you need to want to. You want to look at at the very least the 90 plus, but probably more like the 93 plus to see like what's even in the hunt. Um, I heard Barry on Cigar Authority a couple of weeks back mentioned that I guess the four highest rated cigars for Cigar Aficionado this year were Cubans and it's not impossible for them to give it to a Cuban cigar so hopefully they don't like you know name a cigar that like the largest cigar market in the nation or world you know can't get but it's very possible well you Um, know I'd love and I'm maybe it's not going to be on there but I'd love to see that uh, Yagua somewhere on the list I would hope it would make the list. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd hope it'd be towards the top if it does. It but should. It should, because it's a damn good cigar. But I'll be honest, I don't know. And it um, came out this year, so. I don't know. Uh, now, I'll say this. I also don't know if Dave got our samples of the Bishop of the Gator over to Cigar Aficionado for review or not. Yeah, I don't know. And so, if not, then that's a problem. But if so, then um, we potentially... Uh, Maybe we're potentially going to be in the running. Oh my God, we could own it. Kind of doubt it. I don't. You never know. I don't think we made the magazine. Oh, but yeah, know. I don't know. I don't know. But we should have. Should have. But don't know if we did. But anyway, <laughs> that's um, on you, Rivera. Yeah, I, I haven't gone back to look over the old, uh, the old reviews. I, now I think Cigar Coop, he will put up an article or something, kind of going back over and reviewing all of those. You know, kind of putting together like a list of. You know, these are the ones to watch kind of deal. Yeah. I lost my ash. Next up. All right, fine. Next up. Hey, guys. This is Jacob Walker or Jay Walker 95 or Cigar Reviews by Jacob. Uh, just had a couple quick questions. Uh, number one, what has or who has been your favorite guest so far? Ooh. Number two, what would be your... How can I say this? Favorite cigar that you can't 
get on a regular basis. If you could, well, you know, easy yeah, I can answer that. Let's yeah. call it a honey bowl. What would be the one cigar or two cigars, even a cigar line, that you wish you could have more access to? Thanks. Stay smoky. Can I take the lead on this I one? I was going to say, you can go ahead and take the lead because I know exactly where you're going. Well, no, two. I'm going to talk about the interview first. Oh, okay, okay. There's one interview that I've gone back and listened to multiple times. Really? Michael Hurtklotz. Yeah. I have, I learned so much from that interview, and I've actually listened to it now probably for at least four or five times. Hmm. And that was one of the best interviews that you've done on the show. He was really good. And he actually, brings a wealth of knowledge. And I will say that was actually the highest downloaded episode for December. It should have been. Um, and no, he, that Michael knows way more than we touched on even in that interview. Have, I mean. Have we heard yet where he's landed? Not yet. Coming not up yet. soon. But, I, but I, bet, I bet there's an announcement soon. I bet there's soon. an announcement soon. But I don't know for certain. But I would, I'll tell you whoever gets him the money ahead. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. Um, who else has been really good? He was a really good interview. Um, I had a lot of fun talking with Mr. Jonathan from the Scar Authority. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a really good interview. Well, and, um, and Barry. And Barry. Yeah, those guys were a lot of fun to talk to. And, you know, I think we like those interviews because it was kind of cigar geeky of us to get to talk to them and, mm. you know, talk to the guys from the, uh, you know, the authority there. But... You know, we've had some really good manufacturers on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's going to, when we start getting into manufacturers, it's kind of hard to Sophie's Choice, some of those, because um, we've had some really good conversations with a lot of people. And, um, yeah, boy, that's hard to, hard to pin down a specific one. I'd say if I had to, like, choose, you know, and then there's... Are we the, going back to the start of the cast or just the I year? mean, might as well start of the cast. But I'll say, you know, the other thing that I would say, though, too, you know, there was that one episode I did with Graham Nolan, the comic book artist. That, oh, yeah. That's a, you know, and that, for me, that was a personal, you know, highlight for me. Yep. And, um, in fact, his his book that he's, the, the independent book that he was working on at the time... Um, I just got an alert that he's uh, shipping those out now. So, oh, that's cool. Um, I know you were really excited about I, that. Yeah, and I ordered it, so you know I should be getting that. But you know, yeah. So I mean, we've had some really, really awesome guests. Yeah. Um, you know, but at the same time, it was fun talking to like Teddy and um, Bjorn from Sweden. I oh mean, yeah. You know, we've had we've had some of our listeners come on. And, I would actually and, like to do that more because um, it, it's fun to talk to those guys because they've listened to the show. And not only do, you know, we talk about things that you and I have talked about, which obviously we like talking about ourselves or we mm. wouldn't be doing this, but uh, we get to talk about them and learn about their lives. Exactly. And, you know, like Teddy, I feel like I know Teddy. I want to go down and hang out with Teddy. Yeah. You know, Bjorn, I mean, let's be honest, he's in Sweden, but if he was closer. It's a little I'd, bit more difficult. Yeah, it's a little harder to get over there. I've got that whole Interpol But thing. I really, really want to get over to that Malmo Cigar Lounge. Yes. Like the Cigar Society or whatever, where yes. they've got like our, you know, signed sticker on the mantle. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's like a major award over I there. I know, it is. We're, well, we're like I mean, Hasselhoff. Well, I don't but know. Not, instead of Germany, far. it's Sweden. Dude, Hasselhoff sang at the fall of the Berlin Wall. Right? I don't think you and I can match that. He also ate a cheeseburger on the floor of the bathroom, so. True. <laughs> you and I could match that. <laughs> yes, all day. We could easily match that. All day. Anyway. Shoot, you almost did it the other night when you tried to break your hip. 
We haven't talked about that yet. Oh, yeah, the ice on my deck. Yeah, we can get to that in a minute. <laughs> um, but uh, put a bit in that. I'm trying to remember what the so so is the best guest and what was the other question? Uh, the cigar, the the one you can't get, and, and oh, mine's the Yagua. Yeah, I would say it's the Yagua. Yeah, I you know that one. You're gonna say Yagua. Yes. You know what? I just one? did, and 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 I agree with you a hundred percent on that yes. one. Okay. But the other one I'm going to throw out there okay. as as one that's more me centered, okay, is the Henry Clay Warhawk uh, Rebellious. Okay, are you having trouble finding that? It was a limited edition. It's done, like done and gone. You're not finding those now. That's why I have that box sitting in my humidor right now at home because like that's my supply. You know, and you know the other one that I I actually so. bought a few of these for you and then ended up smoking them. The American by J.C. Newman. You rat! Fucker. I did. I have a box of the Robustos at home. I know. But um, but I know where to get those. Yeah. Granted, it's it's highly limited. You know, you, very certain places to get them. But I know where and how to get those. Okay. But the Yagua and that Henry Clay Warhawk Rebellious, both limited edition, both limited and both gone. So yeah. those would be for me. Those would be the two that I would say. You know, I would I would probably have trouble with. There you so. go. You know, I'm curious. I'd love for the listeners to call in and tell us what cigars they miss or can't find or want nice. more of. Yes. That would be very interesting. So, okay, guys. So now you have two questions on the table. You, you have do. to tell us your death cigar. What is the last cigar? If you knew that this is going to be the last cigar you ever have in your life, what cigar is, going to, is that going to be? And then at the same time, tell us what is one like... What hard to find, limited edition, no yeah. longer available. What kind have of you had that you want? What that can't you, you find? Can't you want to try? That you yeah, get. yeah. So I okay. like that. All right. Well, last question here. Hey guys, it's Stick Smoke Ryan. What's up, Ryan? I'm, I'm sorry for laughing, but I I heard this question on the versus segment of the Cigar Authority, and I thought I would ask you too. Okay. Would you rather take a road trip with Nancy Pelosi? Or O.J. Simpson. <laughs> oh, I look forward to hearing your responses to this. <laughs> okay, guys, have a great new year. Good night. Well, they're both going to cut your throat. <sighs> I have an answer. Figuratively. Here's the problem. I have an answer. The problem is. reality. The problem is, for me to properly answer the way I want to answer, okay. I'm going to be getting a knock on the door from Capitol Police. So I'm going to probably not answer the way I want to answer. Wow. I'm just saying both of them, and maybe if only one of them makes it to the end destination. A. Hey. Then you go golfing. I mean, he's, <laughs> OJ would be on the hunt <laughs> for the real killer. for the real killer, say, exactly. Well, he, we could go on a road trip. We're looking for the real killer. Um, <laughs> you know, here's the thing. If I had to pick OJ, you know why? Because look. I'm not trying to sleep with his ex-wife. It's true. So he's got no reason to hate me. We don't know that the we don't know that that was what was going on. But anyway, I thought they were dating. I don't know that they were. I don't dating. know. I you know what? He thought I, they might okay, have been fine. Yes. Take this. Uh, you know. Yeah, let's back that truck up. Let's back this truck up. Beep beep beep. You know. Whatever. I am not associating at all. It was a guy around the ex-wife, and he I am not lost associating at all with his with any of his ex-wives slash ex-girlfriends. I'm not getting around that. He and I, we have no reason to be, you know, negative Did to one another. Did you not watch the Simpsons episode 
What? Where he moves into the neighborhood and they, they all, they're all standoffish at first and then they befriend him and then he ends up slicing everybody up at the end. It's the greatest episode of The Simpsons. I think you... Um, trust me, I'm, I know what I'm talking about. Really? Yeah. Oh, it yeah. It seems really... Like, no. Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up for you later. Okay. 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 Um... Yeah, I still but no, pro- I just don't like Nancy Pelosi. I was gonna say I could I talk to OJ about that, Capricorn One. That's the thing. The I could fake find, landing on Mars. I could, I could do that all day long. Naked Gun movies. I could find yes. things to talk to OJ about to keep him entertained until we get to the destination. Just, Nancy Pelosi. I'm gonna want to roll her out of the car as soon as we get out of the parking lot. Well, she would bring some really good ice cream out of that gazillion that's dollar true. refrigerator. That's true. She would bring the two hundred and fifty dollar a pint ice cream. Yeah, you know. That the peasants what a can't shitty get a hold thing of. to do during COVID is give a tour of your twenty five thousand dollar refrigerator Look at who and you're your talking ice cream. About. I mean, that was literally her letter eat, let him eat cake. It moment. was. That's exactly what but it was. But yet, you know. And if you don't know what we're talking about, look it up on look the interwebs. Up. Look it up. Yep, it's middle there. Of, middle of COVID, she's touring her giant freezer with her super expensive ice cream. Yeah, but you know, whatever. But she's got the common man in mind. It's just, yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, look. I want OJ. Yeah, OJ. 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 Yeah. 100% OJ. OJ. Yeah. Because let's be honest, he was never convicted. Not of that. No, he was not convicted of that. He not tried, of that. He tried to steal back some of his own memorabilia. Mm-hmm. In his defense, that shit had been stolen from him. Mm-hmm. Just saying. But he did pull a gun. Mm-hmm. It was a whole thing. In Vegas, no less. Probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah, given his history, because they were looking for a reason <laughs> well, to take exactly his ass it. down, and they and they they threw the book at him hard for that as revenge for you know you don't want to know the the, the funny before. thing you know how you have those moments in life where you always remember where you were when and what was going on you know yes. when the the shuttle or nine eleven or whatever is going to be good. Jeff's going to tell me where he was when OJ got acquitted. I was on Bourbon Street in New Orleans. You know where I was? I was watching it on the bar, uh, television at the bar on Bourbon Street. Everyone, the street was clear. Everyone was in the bars, piled around the TVs, watching the slow speed chase. Oh, the slow speed chase. Yes, that's where I was. No, no, I was there for the slow speed chase. Okay, see, I can't tell you that, but I can tell you where I was for the acquittal. Okay. Junior high school cafeteria. Wow. They rolled in the TV for us during lunch. Wow. Which... Why they felt the need to show a bunch of seventh graders the O.J. Simpson verdict, I don't know. I don't know if it was just an excuse. Let's be real. It was an excuse for the teachers to watch it. Exactly. But, um, yeah, no, they, they wheeled a TV in you know the, the other moment cafeteria like that? at my junior high school for us Whether to watch Whether it's that. the Challenger explosion or the Columbia when it burned up on reentry. That's another one of those where I remember where I was and what I was doing. Um, but another one of those 9-11 moments for me, or people older than me would say, they're, uh, you know, we're, where they were when they found out about Pearl Harbor kind of thing. You know, Kennedy everybody's got their yeah, Kennedy assassination all yeah. down the line. Um, the other one for me was the Branch Davidian compound when it burned up. We yeah, I were, I, I, I was working I was at the Herald that. newspaper no. in Cahokia, Illinois, and we were all piled around this little tiny, it was still, it was color, but it was a tiny little TV with rabbit ears and it was all staticky, but we sat there and watched that go down just in horror, watching that building burn up with those people inside. That was one of those moments. How did we get to this point? The OJ Slow Speed oh, Chase. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm like, dude, we were talking about OJ and Nancy Pelosi, and now we're talking about Branch Davidians dying. 
It happens. I mean, it happens. Yeah, that's that's random. Yeah. Anyway, all but right. That's, you know, that's how I. Th- those are the things I remember. Okay. Well, um, thanks for the question. That's this week's Ask the Boys. Um, you can give us a call at area code 863-874-0000. Dude, I am flat loving this cigar. Oh, I know. I know. This is a fantastic cigar. This is a problem for me because I can't afford this cigar, well, but this is a good cigar. And you know what? It's one of those ones that you look at it and you're like, yeah, you know what? It's not an everyday smoke. This would be a good celebratory cigar for me. it's definitely one that I don't mind spending uh, 20, uh, $22 on. It's it's a good stick. Yeah, this is a good so, cigar. Yeah. Very, very good cigar. So normally now is when we'd have Larry come on. Yeah, not this time. I'm kind of depressed. Yeah, what? I, You've been ragging I, about that segment for since we started it. But I really like the guy, and I miss him. I miss getting to see him today. I mean, literally, since we started it, you've been you've been complaining about that. And now, when he actually takes himself out of the picture, don't don't judge me. I'm just saying, you know. But I mean, he's got a good opportunity, and I understand that. But you know, I'm I'm, I'm left with a small void. Okay, well, um, it's where we're at, dude. Should we give away some cigars? Yeah, speaking of really good cigars. Miss you, Larry. Why don't we give away some cigars? So, guys, it's time for the uh, the weekly giveaway. And you can get in on the weekly giveaway by going to CigarPulpit.com and signing up for our newsletter, which we do Big have plans. plans for. Big plans. We do have plans for this year, I promise. Um, but I'm still not going to blow you up. It's not like it's going to be like a, you know, a daily thing or anything like that. You're yeah. Gonna, you're gonna hear from us, but periodically. It yeah. won't be it won't be a ton. But you'll like it. No spam. No spam. Yep. But anyway, uh just head on over there, sign up for that. As long as you're on the list for that, you will be entered to win a prize pack from Martinez Cigars. And so the other thing that I need to note is um whoever I name off here, you have until the following Monday to reach out to me via email. Six whole days. Nick at CigarPulpit.com, N-I-C-K at CigarPulpit.com. Shoot me an email saying I'm the winner. Give me your mailing address, and we will get that all taken care of for you. So this week, the, Hold per- on. the person needs to tell me, Samuel Belgrade. Samuel Belgrade. Samuel Belgrade. You have until Monday to reach out to me and tell me that you're the winner, and then we will get these cigars sent to you uh, post-haste. That's kind of a cool name. Samuel Samuel Belgrade. Samuel Belgrade. I like it. So there you go. Cool. It's very founding father-ish. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. John Hamm, cock. You just about to say John Hamm. (laughs) John. I don't think the dude from Mad Men was at the He's signing. He's from St. Of, Louis. Yeah, but I don't think he was at the signing of the John Declaration Hancock. of Independence. I actually said almost said John Hammock, who's a friend of mine in Pinckneyville, Illinois, oh, and I okay. caught myself. Uh, but yeah, John Hancock. Um, it, it, okay, here's a question for you, and I should know this, and I don't. Did did Benjamin Franklin sign the Declaration of Independence? He made edits to it. I know that, but did he sign it? Actually, yes, he did. Okay. Um, he uh, the. The original draft of the Declaration of of Independence was approved on July 4th, 1776. Okay. Okay. However, the actual document was not signed until August when Benjamin Franklin signed his name along with the 55 other representatives of the 13 colonies. Look up the edits he made because I know of one for sure. Oh, I don't know how to. 
don't know. It's a nice piece of trivia. Somebody will win a contest with this sometime. I don't know, dude. I mean, it's taking me to giant essays. Dude. Anyway, guys. I'm not going to like read through a giant okay, essay guys, here. Okay, guys. Look it up. Benjamin Franklin made edits. He didn't write the, the Declaration no, of Independence. No, he didn't. But he but made he edits. Made edits. Yeah. So what edit are you wanting to point out? I, I don't know. I just knew he made edits. You I thought just you'd sat it here and said there was one in particular you knew. There is. Are you going to say it? No. I want people to look it up. You don't know any of the edits. Oh, I know the 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 only edit I actually know of. What is that? It was the uh, uh, it was part of the uh, inalienable rights. Mm-hmm. He made edits to that and changed that up. Okay. Yeah. He came up with the phrase, I believe, inalienable rights. Okay. So, but yeah, you can look that up and read all about it. Okay. Well, yeah, anyway. he was a copy editor on the Declaration of Independence, well, which is pretty go. badass. I mean, there you go. Okay. I thought it would be easier for you to find than it was. So, It's not like a bullet point thing, Jeff. <laughs> it leads you to historical <laughs> articles that are going to take me time to read through. What name did he write letters to the editor when he oh, was a I kid? Oh, I used to know this. What was it? Silas Duguid. Oh. The Silas Duguid letters. He wrote letters to the editor. It might have even been his brother's newspaper, but mm. he, he wrote letters to the editor of the newspaper under the pen name Silas Duguid. Hmm. Well, there you go. He has a storied history. I mean, it's and true. I think syphilis too. I he, mean, he, he was, had an STD. He was promiscuous, if yes. I recall. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah. Okay. Yep. He was an alley cat. Well, this has been. Uh, the history, and from the portraits the I've seen pulpit. painted of him, I'm not sure why. This is the history pulpit because he had money. <laughs> He money had, and influence. He had money and influence. Yes. That goes a long way. He was big in France, too. I'm just saying. You know, there's a place in France where the women wear no pants. Ah, you found the hole in the wall <laughs> where other men have seen it all. I get it. Oh, uh, good times. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know, even know how we got off on this. This has been the most random show we've you ever done. You said that our Samuel Belgrade's name sounded like a founding father. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it home. Super random. <laughs> really anyway. <laughs> God. Still looking for a new co-host. No, it's just probably like. should be. You're just all over the freaking place uh, today. It's, it's been kind of fun. I've entertained I'm myself. not going to lie, guys. I mean, when you hear this, it's going to be a nice, smooth podcast, but. This has been an editing nightmare for me. I've just gotten up and wandered off during the cast. You did. At one point, you just like <laughs> took your headset out and just walked away. I'm like, where are you going? You're like, I got to pee. I had to pee. And it's like, well, thanks for like giving me a heads really, up. really, really uh, important really, really fast for some reason. <laughs> I've had a whole pitcher of iced tea to myself, though. It's the prostate. What? What? No. That kind of keeps you from peeing. I had no flow issues. Let's put it that way. Unless you have the bad prostate, then you got to you know, get that looked at. Well, yeah. Lots I mean, of urination is usually a sign of that. Well, like at night. like It's night. Are you looking outside? I mean, when you're sleeping. Not, not when you're Same. sitting smoking a cigar, talking to you know a fellow jackass. You don't know. I hope not. Oh, God. Now you got that in my head. Thanks. Happy Let's be you. honest. If I actually go see a doctor... They're going to find so much It's going to be like the thing on The Simpsons with Mr. Burns where he just has everything. And it's like this weird counterbalance where every disease is keeping every other one at bay. And as long as like one doesn't get like a little stronger and like throw everything off, then he'll be okay. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly where I'm at. Yeah. That's me. Dude, I flat 
love this cigar. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to get a few of these just to keep in the humidor. I'm approaching the final third, finalthirdcigar.com, of Broccoli. this uh, of this cigar, and the spice maybe is ramping just a little bit. I'm not even getting just that. Just a smidge. I am starting to get the coffee. Okay. Which is weird, but I am starting to get the coffee, just kind of an aftertaste. Okay. I had caramel early on, and I'm getting coffee now in the final third. Quality cigar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is actually... This is one of the best sticks I've smoked in a long, long time. Well, you'll have to remember that for your uh, yeah. you know, top 10 from the show from gotta, the past I got to put a pin in that. When we get to our anniversary episode. Exactly. You know the one thing we referenced earlier but haven't talked about? What's that? You busting your ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, guys, uh, update on the ice tent. So, what night was that? Was that New Year's Eve? I think it was because it got really icy yeah. here in St. Louis. New Year's Eve. We had some uh, freezing rain roll through, and I was in my ice tent, and I had to pop inside for about 10 minutes. What was the phrase, Jeff? Drop a grumpy? Drop a grumpy. Had you to, had to poo. I had to drop a grumpy. I'm, I'm referencing back to our yes. you know, uh, segment from Friday. Yep. Anyway, and so I, I you know, pop inside. You know, I'm inside for about 10 minutes, make myself a drink, come back out, and in that space of 10 minutes... That freezing rain rolled through. I took one step out of my back door, and my deck had turned into a sheet of ice, and I just bit it. I fell flat on my ass. I'm not going to lie. Lost like half my drink. I'm not going to lie. Twisted up my ankle pretty good to where I was like. And hurt your hip. And hurt my hip a little bit. Well, thigh. It was more my thigh. Although it transitioned to my knee yesterday. Dude, at your age, a a broken hip could be the end of you. Well, anyway, the point is, I fell, and it was a bitch. And so... And here's the thing. And I'm on the ice. And the problem is, I can't, like, stand... You were a turtle on a shell up. at that point. I can't stand up. Because yeah. I'm, like, on the... So I had to, like, get on my hands and knees and crawl back into the ice tent. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I wish it I'd was seen that. such a nightmare. And mind you, it's raining on me the whole time I'm, like, sitting there. Like, wondering, like, okay, did the I break 45 anything? 45 minutes it took you to you know, drag it, yourself into yeah, the tent. It sucked pretty bad. Now, so. I want to point something out. And mm-hmm. this, I'm genuine. I, I was genuinely concerned about this when you told me. So, your son was obviously at home asleep. Yep. But uh, Laura me. Laura was gone out of town. Yep, it was me you and Max. You were by, essentially by yourself at the house. I adult-wise. was. Adult-wise, I was by myself with my four-year-old if son. If you'd cracked your head, you could have frozen to death out there. Like, if you'd hit your head when you went down. And it would have been Max home alone until, you know. That's scary. God knows who. That's scary. Oh, yeah. Because I'm not going to lie. Your back porch, it's not like the neighbor's just going to see you randomly. Like, they're not going to look out and see you the way your house is positioned and the woods behind it. probably not. You could have been there a while. Yeah, it would have sucked. It would have sucked really bad. Thankfully, it was not that situation. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, like upsetting it, it, to the it point that I'm now, scared me I'm now about starting it. to think about, okay, wh- it's funny, this ice tent project, it keeps like adding on layers to yeah. it. So like originally it was just the drop tent, the tent or drop cloth, the tent and the cinder blocks. Yeah. Then I had the table and the chair in there. Okay, fine. Well, then I needed the heater in there. Obviously that's a uh, no Rainer. Yep. Well, in order to do that, I need the extension cord. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, it's dark in there, so I need to get a light. So now I got the light. Well, then I added in, you know, a garbage can because you make garbage in there, you know, between cellophane and whatever. I mean, you get you get garbage exactly. in there and you need something to kind of police it up. Well, now I'm like thinking, okay, I need to get like 
almost like a, a carpet remnant like trail, like a strip, maybe about like I don't know four feet by two oh, feet, I see what like a runner, you know, like out a to runner. The tent. That, that way, good. I could run, put that out, and then that way, that's got some texture to it. Yeah. So that even if the ice hits it, it's going to be a textured material to where it's not going to be slick. Yeah. Whereas my the boards on my deck, I mean, dude, I mean, they're they're it's it's wood. It it as soon as that ice builds up, it just becomes like a slick sheet of ice. And but like I'm thinking like a carpet remnant. You son of a bitch, <laughs> guys! He just like leaned forward and looked at me right in the eyes as he just dropped a freaking bomb right here. Yeah, I did. Thanks. God, I hope the waitresses don't come. Out. I really appreciate that, that. That that you're such a dick. Anyway. <laughs> Better anyway, out, out I'm end. having a serious conversation about buying a carpet remnant to save your life. I think avoid, you just need to get the like, medical alert want that. like button to push. I don't need. I'm, you dude, fell I'm and you couldn't get up. I'm 39 years old. I don't need the I'm falling on. I can't get up button. You sure about that? Mm-hmm. Could you get up? Mm-hmm. Eventually. I couldn't stand up like normal. I had to get on my hands and knees and crawl into the tent where I had traction because I had that drop cloth put down. Fair enough. As soon as I got in the tent, I was just fine. Fair enough. My ankle hurt like hell the next day, dude. I'm really, I'm and then really my knee surprised started feeling really, really tight last night. Yeah. But is it better now? Yeah, today I'm fine. So, but yeah, no, I bet it pretty good on the deck. Well, there you go. It sucked pretty hard. So the the plan as of right now, um, coming up on Friday, uh, we should have the my monthly cigars box. We should. What is My Monthly Cigars, Nick? My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get a box of cigars sent to your door every month. They come in a variety of different sizes. We get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. They also come in the El Presidente, which is eight cigars for $50. And both of those are covered by the MSRP guarantee, which states that the value of the cigars is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. And if you use off a pulpit, P-U-L-P-I-T, that gets you free shipping on the first uh, month of your subscription, as well as 20% off any of the items in Nick's online store, because he has an online store where you can buy cigars, accessories, and all kinds of other fun stuff. MyMonthlyCigars.com. There you go. And as we finish up here, how do folks reach out to us on the socials? We are on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. As well as also at Pinky Smokes Cigars. That is her new page, her new guys. Page. you got to go like this thing. Yep, yep. And then we're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you can reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com. MySpace still down? MySpace is okay. not a thing anymore, Jeff. Okay. It's, it's just not. And then um, also, again, I say it every time, we need questions for Ask the Boys. We do. Area code 863-874-0000. Call us in, you know, ask questions, give us your thoughts, whatever. We had some good good calls today. Realistically, it's just a, a, a listener contact line. So, you know, just just it, it doesn't necessarily have to be a question. It's appropriate for that segment, but, yeah. you know, whatever. we like it. We like it when you reach out and touch yes. us. Yes. We, well, we like to hear from everybody. I don't know about the touching, but, <laughs> you know, whatever. Maybe Jeff. I don't know. So as we finish up, man, how's your cigar? Dude, I love this cigar. Yeah, this is. Um, have you had this before? Yeah, I've had this before. Okay. I've had this a couple times before, and it's great. Every I thought you time. said that earlier, but I wanted to double uh-huh. check. I've never had this before. This is an outstanding cigar. Mm-hmm. Worth every penny. Again, way over Quality my, my normal price point, but God, is it good? And you know the whole hexagon thing? It's kind of a cool gimmick, 
but it's really gone away though. In terms, yeah, I would say it kind of goes away yeah. after you get. I'd say my the cigars round now. Really about the halfway point. Yeah, it just rounds back up. Yeah, it's really weird. Like it's completely changed. Yep. But, but I will say I'm getting pepper now in the final third. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's pepper now. You gonna do a uh, final retro? Uh, I can. Let's do that. Okay. Ooh, yeah, the pepper's built. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The pepper has built significantly. Pepper has built on the uh, retro hill. It's 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 got a nice sting to the. I'd nostrils. say it's at least twice as much. Oh, easily, easily on the on the final third versus the start of the cigar. That maybe pepper, more. That pepper does significantly build over the course yeah. of the cigar. Yeah, I see what you're saying now about it being a medium. Medium plus it strength builds up, yeah, yeah, because it was not like that at the beginning, no, but it does build up, yeah, but it's nice because it's a nice, I mean, it's a slow smoke. I mean, dude, you and I have been smoking for you know, hour and a half, yeah, and, and I I'm mean, still, I've still got I, a third of my cigar, I still have a third to go, yeah. so I mean, you can probably out of the six toe, the, the six two or six toe, whatever, the six two, the hexagon one, if you mm-hmm. get, if, you know, the, you get the six by 60 of this, I mean, dude, you could probably get. Two hours out of this. Rockley Rob you, would take you, like three days with this. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, he'd have to quit and come back. But that's the thing; you can get a lot of time out of the cigar, and it's a good cigar, so you don't mind it. So. No, no, you do not. Anyway, uh, one last thing: we did talk about doing uh, some kind of uh, New Year herf. Yeah, which did not materialize just because of scheduling times yeah. and you know different things well, that uh, Nick and I had going on. You didn't have anywhere to do it. True. I, I mean, was froze my ass off ass on the off. deck. See, I have my ice tent now. <laughs> it's true. But you had you had some things pop up. I did. And, you know, to, to do that kind of time commitment, we didn't have. But sometime in January here, we will pull that together and uh, put one of those out. And okay. we'd love you to join us. Okay. There you go. I might even come up and join you in the tent for that. Oh, boy. Yeah. I wonder how that'll work with two phones in that little tent. I bet we'll get feedback. Probably just have to be on the same screen. Probably. And that means we have to be close, and I don't want that. I don't know how to make I'm not that sitting happen. on your lap again. I don't want you to slip. You never sat on my lap in the first place. <laughs> I don't want you sitting on my lap. Anyway. I like to ask you, you know, what I can get for Christmas. I am Jolly Old St. Nick. <laughs> just saying. It's been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. Okay, I guess Jeff's done now. So, yeah. So, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I got a grumpy um, brewing. What? Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, just to recap, we're smoking the uh, Placencia. And Al- it could not be a better cigar. Alma. What is this? The God, it's good. The Alma Fuerte. Yeah, Placencia, guys, it's, it's a higher dollar cigar, but I can't recommend this thing enough. And it's amazing. So, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, with that. I guess this has been another sermon from the Scar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Hey, I need something to help me sleep tonight. Could you go through that top 25 again for me? Uh.